You're listening to Both Sides of the Mask. Umpires getting together to talk what it's like on both sides of their mask. Creating a fun atmosphere for anyone who can relate to sports, life, and officiating. Well, good morning for, well, for us, to be honest with you. Good morning, everybody. By the time you listen to this, it probably won't be morning, or it could be morning. I don't know. I don't I don't judge. Um, <laughs> I don't expect I was thinking, to us first thing in the morning. <laughs> right. I was thinking when I, you know, we had that Sally interview, and I was like, oh, good morning. When we started, I was like, oh, well, I always give you crap for it. I was like, you left me alone. <laughs> You're a better person than me. <laughs> well, you know. But no, all seriousness, welcome back. We do appreciate you uh, chiming in today. We have something totally new. As you can see, you can see our faces. Could be good. Could be bad. Could be ugly. I, I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Um, no, but we're trying the to new things out. Which are, yeah, right. <laughs> inside of a car. Good job, Tony. Um, <laughs> okay, my window's tinted, so I can <laughs> Um, but no, we're trying some new things out. We've been getting some great positive feedback and we do appreciate all of the listeners and all of the, uh, responses that we have been, um, retrieving. Um, we have been very active on our socials, uh, making sure that we are supporting our other brothers and sisters of our, of our, um, of our careers. So if you see anything that's posted on our page, we're just trying to help them out because, you know, there's other ones that are actually doing like either, uh, video recordings or they're doing their own podcasts or their own Facebook shows or they're selling products and we just want to help the business. So, um, and we're here for that too. So, um, if you have not subscribed to us, please do so. We are on the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow along with us. Um, usually about daily, you know, we try to at least, you know, um, intercounteract with everybody. Um, also, um, Tony set up um, our email for us so that way you can go onto our both sides of the mask and you can leave us um, actually a voicemail with Google Voice. Um, and also you can leave us a, an email. And have you figured out if um, if you can leave messages on our podcast yet or is that something that is not working? Well, if you set up the, if you set up the Google, no, we have the Google number set up. If you go in, look at that Christmas, <laughs> Christmas cat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the song goes it's five o'clock somewhere somewhere, not that it's Christmas somewhere. <laughs> there is an island called Christmas Island, so I guess it's always Christmas there. But back to Google Voice. If you go on to the Google Voice, uh I know the number is an Ohio number. Liz had it and if I leave this app that I am on my phone, I'm sure that it'll not Tell, it'll blank my screen so it won't be able to see anymore. So we'll, we'll not mess with that. 303 something, something, something. We put it on the last. Oh, you're prepared. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're starting off this great. Maybe we shouldn't be doing mornings. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> or we were much nicer when we weren't looking at each other. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, yeah, the, the gloves come you, off. Sorry. <laughs> right. Do you have the number since you're the more preparedness? No, I'm actually pulling that up. We'll get that. We'll, we'll put everything at the end so that way you guys know. It's something yeah. new. I don't think everybody was aware that, you know, that's something that we have. Um, but uh, we're, we're still trying out some things. We're still trying to go through the ropes of everything. As you can tell that we're still kind of, sometimes we over talk each other. But uh, I think this video recording is going to help us out. Um, I think it's going to help us be a little bit more prepared. And uh, so far, it seems like everybody likes to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know the the over talking some happens just because we can't see each other and we're talking and some of it just has to do with the way that the audio you know it's running in a line like this going like that running in a line and sometimes if if somebody's call gets behind it just a little bit so you might be you know a little bit before a little bit after and it's moving along and it's slower or that the, the space and time didn't didn't line up and i think that was the most noticeable thing for me during the the Sally interview so hopefully most of the time it was me lagging behind so I had already asked the question and so then she would start talking and hopefully I wasn't talking over her. at least the beginning part of her answer was just telling me that uh, I should rephrase the questions better and not tell her that it's not say, ask her if it's all about her <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean to be honest with you I think the interview went really well I was very shocked um, just how well we collaborated together and also just the instant feedback we were getting from people and it's funny because it wasn't just from our uh colleagues of blue 
I was actually getting uh, messages from even uh, my youngest daughter's coach who I w- wouldn't even think that he was, uh, he'd be interested in something like our podcast and he started listening to it. And um, I know Tony Everett told you this story, but I want to share this, but uh, yeah. he was on his way. I, th- I can't remember if he was on his way to his youngest daughter's practice or where they were going. And um, his youngest daughter, who's nine and I coach her, uh, with catching lessons and she kept begging him to switch the channel. He's like, no, no, let's just keep listening. And, and she's like, okay, why are we listening to these people talk? And as soon as she heard my voice, she was like, oh, coach Liz is famous. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> if she only but, knew I mean, how easy it was to start a podcast. <laughs> right. But, and, but, <laughs> but it was, it was cool because, you know, like, you know, she, she didn't think anything of it, you know, and like now that she, you know, you know, she didn't realize that was me until, you know, she heard my voice and, um, but you know, she, you know, her mom kept saying like, you know, just how cool it was for her to be able to, um, to hear my voice and, um, her dad, who just my youngest daughter's coach, um, said it was just, it was really cool to hear the stories. He's like, you know, you don't realize where other people come from different backgrounds and how far it comes. And we take a lot of, um, a lot of things for for granted we don't realize you know so i thought that was really really cool uh just to to listen to that <clears throat> yeah you know you put something on on uh the facebook page that was about i think it was up cares and and it was about this new platform that they were doing and they were going to have this webinar thing with umpires and we were messaging back and forth with with somebody is like you know the umpire stories are just that cool to listen to what people have going on and uh you know, I listened to a couple other um, umpiring type of podcasts. You know, that was there's the umpire ejection league that Close Call Sports does, and they actually have a podcast too. I think theirs is called the Plate Meeting or something like that. But they go on and they talk. They'll talk to retired uh, MLB umpires and things like that. And actually, somebody else that. Uh, popped up and said, hey, I didn't even recognize that it was you and Liz's uh, <laughs> voice. Uh, we had worked together and I turned him on to it when we were driving to a tournament uh, one time. A shout out for Troy. I know you worked with him this year. I did. Yeah. He was so, okay. He was, he like, was okay. He's okay. uh, <laughs> Love you, Troy. <laughs> Oklahoma boys. <laughs> I lived in Oklahoma for a little while too, but you know, it's just like even when I go back and I listen to it when I'm editing, I was like, oh, is it? If I didn't know that it was us, would I really know that it's us? Maybe I should change our voices a little more so it doesn't sound <laughs> sound like us. He's like, oh, I don't want to really hear my voice that much. <laughs> Can we do Mickey and Minnie? Uh, well, I probably can speed it up, and yeah. Still awake. And do you have um, your Disney ears on? <laughs> I actually do have Mickey ears, so maybe next episode. Uh, we're not promoting. <laughs> no way does this relate to Disney. If they hear us, then we're not saying this is part of Disney. Why are we Copy- shut down? <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Crisis averted. Um, here, I have a catcher that's on my cup this morning. You got cats. I have oh, a catcher. Oh, Malino. He's probably one of my favorite catchers. One of my favorite catchers. My daughter, my daughter he was doing a rehab <clears throat> here in Springfield. We have the Springfield Cardinals, a double-A affiliate. Mm-hmm. And he was out here rehabbing. And so, like, three years ago, so this had been last year. So, two years ago, she he was rehabbing again. And uh, he was up to bat. And uh, he was he was catching. No, he wasn't. He was he was catching, and he was. We were thinking, okay, I, it was last batter, two outs, and I'm like, hey, go down there to the net and see if he'll see it. You know, just tell him that you know you enjoy getting to see him and stuff like that. And not thinking, okay, I'm thinking maybe he'll get a strikeout and hand it the ball to the net, or whatever, and something's gonna happen. The ball gets put in play, and it's a pop fly to the catcher, and I was like, no way. So he ends up catching, and she comes up. He comes over to her at the net, and he was like, hey, uh, do you want the ball? She's like, I just want to say good job. Aww. <laughs> He's like, do you want the ball? She's like, Aww. no. Net, yes. And so, we did the netting, so it goes all the way along the dugout, and there's like, it's hard to find a place. Well, in the dugout, like down the steps, they cut out some of the netting, so you can kind of, you can kind of see, uh, reach your hand through. So he ends up giving her this ball. Well, fast forward a year, and he's rehabbing again at Springfield. And he's doing a meet and greet before the game. We get there early and he comes down and uh, she's standing there. She has on his baseball jersey and she has the ball that 
he uh, gave to her, and I'm like, man, if, if she could get him to sign it, it'd be so cool. Well, he ends up coming up to her, and he goes, hey, can I, do you have something for me? She's like, I'd love it if you sign this ball. So he, she gives it to him, he's like, and she goes, um, she goes, I want to let you know that you actually gave me this ball last year when you were here. After he's like, and uh, I just appreciate you so much for what you, you know, what you're doing. And he was like. Thank you. (laughs) And then, you know, a kid just act differently. And she's standing around all these other men that have all the, they have their little books of their, the cards that they have. And, you know, we don't ever really grow out of that certain kid stage. I, you know, people play video games and everybody has a little geek moment that they do. But these guys are collecting cards. And so she's like having to fight their way to get to him. These guys, these grown men, she's like, excuse me, can you get your gray hairs out of the way? So (laughs) I can do my thing. But it was it, it was cool. You know, that'd be fun, fun to work behind the catcher like that. Oh, that is so cool. That is so heartbreaking. Those yeah. are like the, the things that you see like on Instagram stories or on like Facebook. You know, like these players that do that stuff. And yeah, it, it, I mean, there's so many good good athletes out there that are actually are good human beings. You know, they're not all these selfish, you know, millionaires or supposed millionaires that everyone thinks that they are. You know. So, you know, they don't, especially with these times, you know, a lot of these guys are sacrificing a lot of their income to help with like what's going on in the uh, with society and like with all the turmoil that's been going on. So, you know, we, we need to make sure that, you know, we appreciate what they're doing, even though we may consider them as like these spoiled, you know, rich athletes when the majority of them have very kind hearts and they come from, you know, good backgrounds, you know, where they may not have had a lot of money. May they may have come from like a, an environment that wasn't, you know, the best of living. Or they may they came up, you know, in an environment where they were taught properly. It's like we I think we just judge too fast, you know what I'm saying? And it's so great to hear stories like that. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, and I think even with the the athletes and stuff like that, and that was what was really cool about the interview and I heard some feedback from it as well as like it was really humanizing of who you and I are and approaching that, you know, that whatever you think that next level umpire might be, or that I know you have feelings about this, but it always happens with the new, the new people, they put somebody up on a pedestal or somebody in Sally's position. They're, they're, they're scared to talk to at, at first. And it really humanizes or humanized who Sally is. And that, man, she's just an, a normal person. They're like, just the way that you, you know, spoke and you were clear and, you know, you asked the questions that you did. And it's like, you know, I can, yes, she's my boss and that's who I work for, but a friend and a family. And I know she feels that way about everybody that's on her staff as well. Otherwise they wouldn't be on her staff and she holds them to, to a high standard, but it was just awesome, you know, for that to the people to open up and see that and what we are trying to convey that yes, we are umpires, but we're reaching out to more than just umpires, people that just find our, our profession, our hobby, our career, just that, just intriguing. They don't, you know, they don't really get get it and they want to understand it. Why would you go put yourself through, through those paces to just be yelled at? No, absolutely. You know, you know, and I know we've talked about this before with, you know, how the youth looks at us, like, you know, um, you know, with a lot of the athletes I, I come across and just like even my kids' teammates and when they start to hear like where I've been or where I'm going, they think it's just like, oh, they're like starstruck. You know, um, one of Natalie's teammates, you know, she is just in such in, is just ecstatic that, you know, I have been down to uh, some of the SEC schools, you know, um, one of like actually our president of our softball organization coached um, one of Alabama's main pitchers and everybody knows who she is. And so like, you know, Natalie's head coach's daughter thinks it's like just amazing that I know who, you know, I've I've seen her on the field. And I said, well, I I haven't really seen her on the field. I saw her (laughs) from third base, you know, I didn't get to see her when I was down there um, because she was injured at the time. But you know, that's, it's, that's not the whole point. The whole point is just for, for them knowing where I'm going, who I have, what I'm doing, they just think it's the coolest. They, they, they completely ignore the negative part, negative part of it. They completely ignore, um, like what they think of, like the, <laughs> of like how the local umpires are. This is like a different um, perception. And then what I'm trying to teach, my job is to try to teach them, like, listen, you have to be patient because we all have to 
we all have a job to do regardless of what level we're doing. Um, and there's one thing I wish I would have asked Sally or at least would have brought up to Sally during the interview. Was about three years ago, we were down at Ohio State for a, a college camp. And when she was speaking to the umpire, she was talking, uh, displaying her, um, the need of officials at every level. She's like, you may not be a World Series Division One umpire. You know, we we may need, you know, umpires. We do need umpires at the D2, D3 level. She's like, but we need good umpires at these levels. These kids need these umpires at these levels. Doesn't just because you don't umpire at the elite level doesn't mean you're, you're not an elite umpire. And she's so true with that because I've met a lot of good officials all over the country that are great officials, but they may not be able to handle you know, the, the bigger stage, but they handle it so well at the, you know, at the D2 levels or the JUCO levels or at the um, right. 18 gold levels, you know, so like we, we need to appreciate that, you know, but it also goes for both sides, both sides of the mask, um, <laughs> both sides hey, where as officials <laughs> uh, with the officials that when they're umpiring these games that they need to take it, you know, uh, to a standard of like, listen, these girls are, are doing their best or they're, they're playing their hearts out. Yes, the coaches can be a little, you know, trialing, but we need to, um, you know, give it our best regardless of what level we're doing it at, you know, so that really hit hard, you know, like I said, that was three years ago when she gave that speech and she's like, you know, we need good umpires at all levels. Um, And so like, you know, that's some of the things I do teach um, with, you know, some of the youth groups is that, you know, we need to be patient with those umpires, look at their age, look at what, how they're moving, um, look at how they're, they're calling and just, you know, think about what you're going to do before you, you lose your mind on certain things. And before you ask a question. Um, and lastly, I think that's something I've really helped out with a lot of coaches is to think about what they're going to ask before they go and start attacking the calling umpire. How are they going to ask them? Because they're, I think they're realizing that they're human too, unless their attitude's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that makes sense, over, you know? <laughs> right. And you were over on the uh, uh, officially connected um, podcast with those, with those guys over there. And I think with the same thing with them, that they're just trying to broaden everybody's uh, horizons of what the umpiring thing is of what we're training and how we're doing it. That was a great, you know, it's a great little snip that they have on their Facebook. I think you have to join uh, the website that they have to see the full one, or maybe they're going to release it. I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Uh, I saw, I saw the full one. Uh, on their on their site uh, as well, which is uh, officiallyconnected.com, I think is where you go on, and they have like a membership, and it's uh, umpires helping umpires, actually officials helping officials because they have officials from kind of all sports on there. So uh, you mentioned also about Sally. There was questions I wanted to ask her too. I know she'll come back on again if we beg hard enough. Probably don't even have to beg. <laughs> I know she had a blast with it too, and. Uh, <clears throat> People sending her ice cream pictures and, hey, what you, <laughs> you going to get? I actually uh, got my wife a bigger uh, treat the other night so I can have a few bites of it. And it, had, it would just, just make him call him back to, it. you know, those experiences that you have off the field as well. You know, just something lays into your memory and, memory and, and brings back those times, uh, you know, brings back those times that, that, we, that we are missing right now. But the younger officials and doing it, you know, going back and doing that 18 stuff and me helping out with the rec uh, ball that we have here and, and training the umpires and the guy that uh, runs the youth baseball program, he talks about it and he says, you know, um, always tell your story because you started here. You started here, and and so I use your story and what I know about it because you're the you're the highest umpire that I that I know. And I said, well, there's higher umpires that are in Springfield. We have a you know a college World Series baseball umpire that's here. We have guys that are called AAA here. He goes, yeah, I know, but <laughs> but you started here, and I was like, okay, well, you can you can use it however you want to say it. But he goes, man, it just you just see a fire light in some of them. I know that those are the ones that I want to push a little bit more, the ones that I want to bring to you, the ones that I just want to move up a little bit more. And I go back and call it so that they can see what's, you know, what, what else there is out there. Did I think that umpiring was this when I started? Heck no. I think that it could take me places for sure. But, you know, you talk about schools like Alabama or I'm thinking like Big Ten schools and I think mm-hmm. uh, of somebody going to Ann Arbor, going to Michigan or going to Maryland. And Maryland is different for me because it, you know it's not a real big really big sports school and maybe lacrosse I don't know but 
what ta- what city is it close to? What area is it in? By Washington D.C. Man, I got to go. Sally sent me over there. And I thanked her so much. Walked around all the monuments and all, everything that's going on there. All the museums that are there. I walked eight miles that that morning. So I I went out early, walked a bunch, and then went and took a nap. And then we had a game at six o'clock that night. But it was just it was that experience of where did you think that it was going to take you? And it's just that cool. And and it can take you to that place on the USA Softball if route if that's the route that you want to take. You can mm-hmm. stay those places. I know people traveling for tournaments go to Alabama, go to Washington, go to Florida, and doing these tournaments. You know, we have USA Softball. There's all the U Trip, uh, PGF. Travel out to California. Go see. I know uh, 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 Smokey puts on those tournaments that are out there. And Southern California, man, USA Softball in Southern California. I know we're trying to work on uh, somebody uh, for out there <laughs> as a guest. But Southern California has one of the best USA softball programs for umpiring that I've ever seen. They have a whole website that has it on there and they have training that just goes down through there. It's just, it's awesome to see uh, all that training that goes on there and this stuff that we're missing and hopefully us calling out this stuff that people maybe didn't even know about can go and, go and find it. So look it up that nobody's said, hey, will you plug my stuff? This is just us talking and mm-hmm. things that are on that we see because we want to see everybody get better and I've said it before and Maybe even Les knows what I what I say. I want to work with the best. And sometimes I have to help those people be the best that they can be. Absolutely. It's all about giving back. You know, just like you said, you, you know, you want to work with the best. You know, we've all been there where... You know, you mentioned Ann Arbor. That was one of my one of my first Big Ten schools when I worked for Sally. Uh, it was one of the first ones I went to, and I worked with some officials that you know were pretty much on their way out the door. Um, and, you know, so but you know the, you don't forget those experiences because you 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 want to absorb everything that they're teaching because you know they've been through a lot. Um, and then you also you could take the good with the bad. And how are you going to carry it over for the next, you know, generation or like, you know, how are you going to compare it to your next, you know, assignment? Um, and you mentioned South, um, Southern California, you know, they have the best training programs. They do. Um, Chris Drum out there does a fantastic job with training and she gets involved with USA softball. She's been on there a few times on Facebook live. Um, yeah. Hey, her, if you, yeah somebody driving down the street, you know, <laughs> wave, smile and wave. Um, but no, she she does a great job with you know with interacting with the officials and making sure that you know we have that um, that next generation of umpires that we need. Um, and she was actually one of my first evaluators uh, when I got when I got picked up um, back in 2013 is when I met Sally and and met um, the staff of, uh, of officials and met a lot of the other um, assigners. Some of them aren't assigning anymore, but. Uh, she was one of my first evaluators. And let me just tell you, I still remember some of the things that she went over uh, of specific details, you know, details that you probably wouldn't be thinking about as a, as a newbie official, but she broke it down just like on just, you know, how to think of it uh, when you're judging a force call or a tag, yeah. tag play what by thinking about that angles. Uh, that was actually down in Clearwater. Yeah. So um, I actually still, I, told the story a little bit on officially connected with uh, John Bennett and Scott Kennedy. And I told him, I said, I go, I, I thought I was, it was crazy because my um, mentor was making me go down there. I had a week's notice and I just, I told her flat out, I said, listen, I, I don't have, you know, I, well, I, I did, but you know, I didn't have the, the funds. I thought it was crazy to spend $350 to go all the way down there. I'm right. like, I have a week's notice, you know, but she's like, you're not working right now. And I said, I, I, I get that. And she's like, go down there. And so, you know, me trying to convince my family, this is what I mean, I'm going to be gone for about almost a week. And they're like, giving me this look of, for umpiring? <laughs> so I drove the 18 hours to go all the way down there. <laughs> On purpose, right? Right. So this is for umpiring. I thought this was just a hobby. Uh, yeah, me too. I did too until... Look where I'm at now. Um, but no, that was probably one of the most life-changing experiences I ever had because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I mean, when you went to your first camp, did you know what you're getting yourself into? <clears throat> yeah. 
well, you know me and the analytical side of me, and it was, I went to this, I didn't go to Clearwater, mine was in O'Fallon, Missouri, no, O'Fallon, Illinois, and Sally was, Sally was there, uh, Dora Martinez was there, mm-hmm. and it was shortly after she had got done, and so the first day I'm with, uh, the evaluator of my field is uh, John T. Studley. And uh, he had just got off of his World Series, and so he was there, and she's like, uh, Kathy, the the camp coordinator at the time, she was like, hey, I'm going to put you on this field. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to, you know, help protect you a little bit, and you got John John T's the nicest guy. He's going to be so, so chill, Uh, but tomorrow you're going to be with Dora. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I goes, Do you know who Dora is? And I was like, I barely know who you are. <laughs> and so the next day she had put me on there and she had, you know, she had called me and she'd let me a little bit know, you know, the second day is going to be a rougher day for you. I'm going to put you with an evaluator that's, that's pretty hard on umpires. But when she sees something good in somebody, she's going to push them. And that's the way she, that's the way Dora's always been with me. Um, so if you want to go to a camp and make sure that you're not the one that's going to be yelled at, just go to a door camp, uh, with me and, uh, <laughs> I'll take all, I'll take all the heat. <laughs> Last time I went, I had a good time at it, but they're like, man, she's hard on you. I said, I know that's just the way sometimes mama bears just treat that, treat their cousin that way. <laughs> and it's, you just, you just see it. And it was an awesome experience for that first camp that I went to. And, you know, Sally was walking around kind of watching everybody, you know, camps are a little bit different. I'm, I'm curious to even see how the scope of camps even keep changing. Uh, but I had this one story from the camp and I will never forget this uh, I'm uh, second day I'm off the first game and I have the, uh, I have the second plate so I get my stuff on I go out to the field and they're like hey be there early so you can watch them switch out and you know the teams are going to take take a lot of time it's just a showcase you know teams are going to take a lot a lot of time to switch out we're just going to get switched out and get going I'm standing behind the backstop and uh, this other guy is on the plate and the ball gets put into play and he needs to move to the point of the plate. And this is, this was at the time that we were really big on X marks the spot. And he's like standing still in the catcher's box and Dora's like, get to the point of the plate, get to the point of the plate, get to the point of the plate. And he didn't move anywhere. And so the plate gets over and he turns around and he goes, uh, did I need to move somewhere different? And she goes, oh, you couldn't get that by my yelling. <laughs> so he kept, the next pitch happens. And so, uh, the, it gets over and I go, he probably should have moved uh, back to the grass dirt line, maybe a little bit further back. You gotta imagine I've never done softball before. I've never done three man softball before. I'm like, he should have moved back a little bit more and he go uh, to the to the grass and dirt line because there was a grass and foul territory. She goes, I would have been happy with that and I'm like take note. Move right. back further <laughs> I was like, Oh whoa, whoa, whoa. You just oh, mentioned what, what was the key thing you just mentioned right there? What was the last thing you said that you did? I don't know. Moving to the point of the play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not, okay. We're not Dora here. <laughs> what did you just say? You take note. Oh yeah. All right. So if we have any and like, have, if we have I, any newbies, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> they come from your man purse. Uh, well, my man purse is holding up my phone on my steering wheel. <laughs> That's going to be another podcast. <laughs> Turn this around. If anybody's seen work with me or whatever, I carry a big kind of, my daughter calls it a man clutch, but I carry a minimalist wallet. And so if you can't see, I work at a leather place. And so I do marketing and stuff for them. And I, everybody that works there always kind of gets into crafting. So right before the pandemic, we made this cool little pen, pen holder thing. It's just got like a, a big pen in it, but my man clutches that I have, it's got snaps on and it turns into like a valet tripod tray. So when you go to the hotel, or you're in the locker room, you can clip it up and it makes a square, makes a square so you can throw all your stuff in there. My wallet stays there and I don't lose my, get off me, Liz. It's adorable. It's but so- in all, seri- all seriousness, okay, he did say take notes. So if we have any like, you know, younger officials or officials that are still trying to make it to the next level, that Not is huge. <clears throat> Sally gives out a, a book with her, you know, with her logo for her consortium on there, mm-hmm. you know, to, to take notes. I have a voice recorder. I know that other uh, Southern California West Coast umpires t- take voice recorders. And I tried that for a while. And then like I'm doing on the field and, and I'm talking into it. And I'm talking.
talking quiet and the players are looking at me like I'm weird. Like, are you talking? Are you talking? <laughs> I'm trying to record something here. And then I'll be saying something. My partner's, I'm like giving them, you know, I'm giving them props. Display that they have. Don't, don't just take notes on the negatives. Take notes on the positives so you can give praise. And I know Liz is the same way. At least give a praise. Build somebody up before you tear them down. And then Absolutely. smooth it over at the end. And, and it's, it's not tearing them down, but... You know, I'd be talking into it, and I'm giving her praise, and like, thank you. And I'm like, Shh, we'll get <laughs> Hold that double play. Hold on. So, <laughs> okay, go ahead and continue yeah. to play. <laughs> and everybody slow up, slow the action here. But take it <laughs> Write it down and forget it. Write it down and remember it. Either way, you know, if you're missing, if you're missing pitches, if you didn't do something, write it. Write it down and forget about it because you're just going to take it to the next play, and then you're not in position to do to do that one either. And go, I'll write down innings. I'll write down stuff like that so I can go and grab the film, and it makes it easier for me to grab the film. And uh, I have a video database that just hangs out there in the mm-hmm. in the interwebs where, and it's I try to cut out names. I try to cut out faces because that's not the point that I'm looking at. Most of the time, I'm looking at shadows. Most of the time, I'm looking at feet feet because they don't show umpires the game's not about us and this is why we learn so we can make it less about us but there's times that you can see those situations and so we'll go on we'll clip that and we'll we'll look at those situations and I'll write notes of other people working games and I'll send them the notes and like hey what, how did you feel about your game? And, you know, our, our other buddy down in Alabama, PJ, he's like, hey, what did you think about my game? And I was like, I have these notes for you. He's like, okay, let's hear them. And, I'll, and I have them by top of the first, bottom of the first, top of the second. I will try to write something down, and it's not good. You know, it's not always just writing bad stuff down. Man, we got to pump each other up and congratulate each other. Absolutely. We have to embrace each other because that's the only way we're going to get better. You know, even yeah. if we are not on the same page of things or maybe we don't have the same beliefs of things of how a mechanic works or how we feel like on a judgment call, we have to be able to, you know, help each other out so that way we can survive because it's, it's, it's getting to the point where these athletes are getting bigger, stronger, faster, and we have to keep up with them. And Tony, they're, they don't get older, do they? Well, they do by four years. By four years. And but after that... Then they start over. So, you know, obviously, you know, we're pushing 40, you know, and we're trying to stay as healthy as we can, as quick as we can, as sharp as we can. And we have to remember that. Yeah, and, 18, um, 18 to 22. Exactly. And that's my goal. That's why I still lift and that's why I still run. That's why I still do things because they're not going to outrun me. <laughs> right. Well, even if you're doing, you know, even if you're still, if you're doing the, I keep on to say ASA, the USA softball or you're doing high school ball. Those players are always still, if you're doing 16 and under, they're always 16 and under. You know, you may have some 14s, but that's still under 16s. If you're doing 18 and unders, you're always doing, you know, you they're always 18 mm-hmm. and under. That's just the way it is. And we've got to figure out how to, you know, condition our bodies to stay that healthy, healthy track. And what are we doing for it? And I think another part of it comes into how are you protecting, you know, how are you protecting your body? You know, we always know face mask, chest protector, shin guards, and other people wear other protective equipment. Most, hopefully all guys are wearing it, but I know some females are wearing the same protective gear as well because it may say softball, but that sucker hurts. It doesn't matter where you get hit, it hurts. Protect yourself and stay as healthy as you can. And if you get injured, tell somebody. Absolutely. There's no, there's no harm in being hurt. So get out and recondition yourself. But I think one of the other biggest pieces of equipment that we forget about, and I put it, I, I put a post last night that Up Tire was having a sale on some, some shoes, but your feet, man, some of these guys, I think uh, it was, you talked about it. You talked about it on the Officially Connected. I know they talked about it on, on USA Softball. They were talking about it. Guys working 15 games a weekend, 13 games a weekend, 17 games yeah. a weekend. One of our guys that we trained, he worked 14 plate games in a weekend because this other guy forgot his plate gear or didn't bring it because he was working eight and under. You know what? You you may have been working eight and under, but you were still out here. It's not my fault that you forgot your gear. So right. you're going to half your game fees as well. I'll go ahead and do all those games. But <laughs> even if you go on 
you know, uh, like a midweek type of thing, and you only have, say you have base space, so you have, you know, you have the base space set, third, first. Are you bringing all your gear, or are you just going to bring your base stuff? You, you need to, because there's always going to be an incident, or I shouldn't say always, uh, always that doubt in your mind that something could happen. And actually, I've been in a, in a situation, personally. Um, I was working with yeah. uh, two people. I was working with uh, Deanna Hunt out of Buffalo, New York, and Bill Gamalek out of, uh, um, uh, he's near Ann Arbor, Michigan. And Michigan umpires. It was Michigan. <laughs> we love you all. No, but I was working at Pitt with uh, with them. It was just a midweek game. There, it was Pitt versus Ohio State. Um, I think it was like the bottom of the seventh or top of the seventh, and uh, I can't remember because that's you know that's how hard I got hit. But it was a foul tip, and it went right into my bottom of my jaw. Um, it locked up my jaw that I couldn't move, and I thought I could hero it out. And I was like, Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. A few pitches in, in the happening ended I went over to the pit side I was like I, I can't do this and you know and my both my base umpires brought their stuff that stuff happens you know and just to give you guys a little uh, a health note on this I was actually fine it, I was sore for a few days my neck was sore they checked me out I mean we're right next to one of the best hospitals in the country at Pittsburgh University uh, University of Pittsburgh Pittsburgh University Pitt, what, I don't know it um, works all right that's fine but I didn't have a concussion or anything but that was lucky I mean I could have had a concussion. Yeah. I was supposed to fly out to, I think, I, were, I don't even know where I was supposed to be going at the time. Um, one of the SEC schools I was going to. And I'm just like, what am I going to do if I can't work? I mean, that's, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking about that. I'm like, what if I can't drive? What if I, okay, what if I wake up the next morning? I mean, those are the things that was going through my head. Um, but yeah, as a base umpire, you want to bring your stuff. I always bring my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if I hear umpires are like, oh, I'm not working the plate. No, I'm just bringing a bag. I'm like, why? You need to bring your stuff because you know, never know when something's going to happen. Right. <clears throat> well, and here's the deal on that. Look, there's some schools that are around here and some stadiums. <clears throat> usually, whenever they're putting a field together, <clears throat> inevitably, they're going to run into let's we, we got to make some budget cuts we're not you know we may have been spending 26 million on it but we're only going to be able to spend 24 million or you know that's texas a&m and they have a nice locker room but uh up up the road here in columbia missouri they were putting their stadium together and some stuff happened through the state and some of the stuff that they had and they went from they had to drop millions off of their deal and so the umpire room kind of got left out and their old field was an old, old field, the first field that they used, uh, and it was small. And so I went up, when I would go up there and I had a base base, I would pack my base stuff in a small bag, but my gear bag was always in the trunk because I'm going to take my base stuff in, my clothes in, so that, so that the plate, the two guys that are working plate or, or girls that are working plate have room to do this stuff, and I'm going to stay out of the way. But my plate gear is in the car. I can walk back out to the parking lot and pick that stuff up. There's there's no problem with doing that. But always be prepared for it. And there was another game that was a Mizzou, and I'm going to mention this umpire, and he's pa- uh, he passed uh, – tragically of of a heart heart condition yeah, a bud jones um who had just kind of got into the big 12 and he was a long time kind of rec umpire and moved up through usa softball and then did a lot of juco and naia and finally got his uh shot you know there was somebody that couldn't work a midweek game and um the assignment at the time called me and said, "Hey, do you do you know of anybody that come can come and do this with you?" And I said, "Well, why don't you send Bud, uh, Bud with us and and put him on the base and and we'll, you know, we'll be great with it." Actually, he got to do it. He did that, and then he got to do it for uh, a Georgia Mizzou game, probably 2016. He got to fill in because an umpire couldn't fly couldn't fly in because his flight got canceled, and so oh, the wow. assigner needed somebody to do it. So he got to do. <laughs> got to do an SEC game and just gotten into the Big 12 and man just he was on, he's actually in the basketball court and uh, just taking care of yourself and understanding it and you know I talked a little bit about it on the uh, on the other one about my dad passing away and of a heart condition that's why I stayed on the field and I I do what I do sorry so that I can stay healthy so that when it's time for it's time for my daughters to get married when it's time for 
that other stuff that I'm that I'm there. Man, I'm I hate it that my dad passed away uh, three months before Isabella was born. There's a truck, there's a transport truck backing up. You can hear it beeping. That's all. Listen to for a second. Sounds like a heartbeat still beating. But I passed away of passed away of a heart attack and ah, uh, you know. Those tears that happen are because of the joy that you had in their life and the memories that you had. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got spanked. Yeah, I, I got in trouble. But you know what? Damn, damn that old man. You're so bright. I'm gonna call you son. <laughs> oh, a light bulb just kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> so bright. I'm gonna call you That's- son. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, it, doesn't work. it doesn't work for a, a daughter. So there's some emotion for you. Mm-hmm. I said, not what I, you know, we always start this. And I, I think this more organic feel that we've been doing the last few times has really, I enjoy it. Not really come in with a mindset of what we're going to talk about. It just kind of just goes into something. And who knows that we were going to be here at, <laughs> at this point first video and let's, let's make tony cry how about that <laughs> oh my goodness but you know hey you know i appreciate you know your emotions i appreciate you being able to share that because you know i'm sure there's a lot of us out there that have something that has you know been dear dear and true to their heart that has affected them and why they're out here um i mean everything you know you know can make an impact on you just you know we don't know we don't know their backstories and it's okay to share your backstories you know like I'm, I'm sure you know we can have more conversations you know um i think a good episode that we could have is you know about mental health and how it affects us on the field i have some great stories with that um especially with how it helped me during my 2019 season so but tony we i really do appreciate you sharing your story well and there's there's other stories of, <clears throat> of people that have happened and like you say stuff one of the hardest disconnects sometimes for people is that bringing that outside world into the field and, and being able to make that separation. It's just, it's a mind change. And, and and I think that's something that the people that are, that don't do the game don't understand. It's not that when I go on the field that I'm forgetting it, I'm, I just have to shut it off. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not that I forget everything that's going on, and we can talk about it even between, you know, me being a father and you being a mother, and all the things that you think about. And man, my wife, she thinks about so much more crap than I think about. And I think it's just I think it's just the mom mindset of the way that they think about stuff, and you know, <clears throat> one of our other friends that grew up umpiring with me had a difficult situation with uh, a, with his then fiance um, and he he let it come out onto the field and and I just hate it for him and it was it was a huge growing experience and man he's grown so much and I, it's bad to say I thank the Lord every day for him that it it only went as far as uh, uh, fiance because man he's living so he's living so much of a better life than, than he could have if anything happened. And, but hmm, how to, how to keep the outside stuff outside. I don't know how to get topics right there. Those are great topics. Yeah. But if anybody has anything that, that they want to hear us talk about or that they would want to join the show and talk about, we'll shoot out that number. Uh, hopefully Liz looked it up because I'm just sitting here in my car watching cars drive by and people drive by and trucks back up. But call <laughs> us in, call, call in that number and leave us a voicemail and leave us a question and, you know, we'll ask it on there. Hopefully before long, we'll find a way to get something um, more live so that we can chat. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we put this on the YouTube channel, we can premiere it and take questions as, as it goes on there. Those are fun. It's mostly just playing a recorded video and chatting along with people as they watch it. So if you haven't seen one of those, maybe, maybe we'll do that. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, uh, what we'll do is that I'll post uh, our Google Voice number on the social so that way you guys can see it. Um, and we'll keep advertising it so that way we can, um, you know, get more engaged with our audience and anybody that wants to be um, in, like engaged with us. But um, I do want to make a, a few announcements real quick, Tony, before we end yep. this. Um, you know, Tony did mention about... Um, 
footwear. Um, Umpatire is offering uh, sales on their New Balance footwear, so definitely check them out. Now, anything that I'm announcing, we're not getting paid for. We're not sponsored by them, but we're just helping out the fellow fellow men in blue and, and zebra stripes. You know, uh, we just want to make sure that you know everyone's uh, getting those special deals, especially now everyone's uh, getting back on the field. States are opening it back up, and uh, hopefully, we'll have uh, a college season, and high school seasons coming up. Uh, but Umpatire is running some specials on their New Balance shoes. Um, if you guys uh, check out Purchase Officials, they have some shirts on sale for $12.99. They have them all different colors for baseball and softball, so definitely check those out. Um, they're here in Akron, Ohio, which is right down the street from me, which is awesome. Um, also, if uh, you guys are familiar with, um, <clears throat> what is it, the, what, what group is that, the Young... Young officials, who do they call them? Sorry if I'm botching your guys' name here. The Young Gun uh, Umpires, they are a new group you want to check out on Facebook. I think they've been around for a little bit. Definitely check them out. There's some young uh, young baseball officials. They just started a squad locker account, so you can check their apparel out as well. Uh, definitely get officially connected with Scott Kennedy and John Bennett. Those two guys are tremendous. They have been getting some baseball umpires involved uh, before, if they have a season coming up, that they've been interviewing a lot of the different, uh, different people. They just had... Um, Force three on there, so the, the guy that uh, um, is selling uh, products uh, for umpire chest protectors and uh, face guards and stuff like that. Uh, so they were just on there not too long ago. Give them a shout out. Other than that, oh, also. Um, um, Dora Martinez, we talked about her earlier. She has Umpjuk. So if you guys are looking for some umpire gear, check her out. She's on the, uh, the social media as well. Umpjunk. Does she have a website, Tony? Yeah, it's just umpjunk.com. So U-M-P-J-U-N-K. Com. Give her a shout out. Um, you know, she's got a lot of. She's been doing this for a few yeah. years now. She was one of my mentors. Great lady. Yeah. Um, she'll hook you up. So former, other than that, former umpire. Former umpire that you know you can go. Mm -hmm. Most of the guys that have the stuff are are connected some way other than yeah. just hey I'm, I just want to sell oh, crap. I forgot about this. Uh, Christy Cornwell, who is the uh, she does her main conference is the SEC, oh, but she has also OBC and some other. So uh, if you go on to uh, we have it advertised on our social on uh, our web our our page both sides of the mask, but she has. Uh, the Diamond Umpire Academy Virtual 5K, uh, if you, $25 donation goes towards uh, uh, clean drinking water for the less unfortunate countries that are out there. Please, please get out there, donate. Um, even if you, you don't participate in the running portion, which we probably should, we should stay in shape, right? Um, but no, in all seriousness, you have until July 6th, get that going um, and do for a great cause. Um, what is it? Uh, Umps Care Blue Crew Insiders by Jim Kirk. Um, he's got a yeah, great the, program if you yeah. go on there. And if you yeah. sign up, he's got some great discounts that you guys can get in there. Um, definitely check that out. Like I said, everything that I'm advertising and I'm, I'm showing, uh, displaying, I'm sorry, is going to be on both sides of the mask page. And you'll see that uh, just through our thread. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And, you know, the Ump Cares thing is just awesome. Some of the things they do. You ever seen that? Oh, man, I forgot his name now. Little boy, nine, Ooh. ten years old, nine, ten years old, that would go to the college baseball games and minor league games, and he would be dressed up like an umpire. That was what he was there to watch, and he's behind there. And, uh, you know, they brought him out to, I think they brought him out to the World Series, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think so. Everybody's kind of seen him, but oh. it's just, it's cool to see, you know, somebody, a, a kid like that, embracing an umpire. You just don't see it too much. And you don't see it too much. We got at least one fan out there. We got one fan. Right. <laughs> but um, don't forget they're streaming live, uh, all the games on either uh, Facebook or Twitter. And also ESPN has been showing a bunch of softball games. So make sure you guys are watching that. Keep up to date. See how much our game has evolved and our mechanics have evolved. Um, oh, and we are going to have a special guest later on this week. Do you remember that, Tony? I do remember it. It's going to be a gym of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to have a special guest later on this week, and we'll announce that later on. Jim Saunderson from uh, Southern California, he's going to be on there. He is one of my um, West Coast mentors when I used to go out there and work some of their um, early season tournaments out in Palm Springs. Great, great guy. He used to be part of the staff as well. So we're going to have him on, and we'll announce that later on this week. Yeah, he was part of uh, Craig's first year, I believe. Man, and he got up there, and I never heard him speak before, and he got up there and spoke at the uh, that first Umpire Institute that the NCAA put mm -hmm. on there in Oklahoma City. And it was just...
man, down down to earth and real. And you talk about somebody that's always cheering on the umpires, you know, not pointing a finger, but always cheering. That's cool. But, oh man, he, he's definitely a big fan of us. You know, he's a big fan because he's been there, he's done it. Um, love the guy, great guy. He's got. I'm, I'm yeah. actually excited about this interview. We might have to save some extra time because uh, he's got some great stories. <clears throat> yeah, well, I think that's the biggest thing. And you just mentioned it leads me into the next thing I was going to say was those stories. And we've talked about other umpires. Hey, can I be on? I want to be on. Dude, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have you guys on because we all have those stories. We have stories between each other, stories that we can tell, stories that maybe I have forgotten that you remember about me, and we're like, oh, just jog the memory and just laugh and have a good time. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how this video thing works out with adding another one. It's easy with two. We'll see what adding another person does. Uh, hopefully, it looks good. Uh, you know. This is uh, freeconferencecall.com is what we're using for this. And then I'll just share the audio out and put that on the podcast thing as well so you can listen as you're driving and not have to watch our faces. But if you sit down somewhere and have, let's see, we're at 50, almost 56 minutes. <laughs> so if you have 56 minutes, you got an hour to sit down and, and watch, do that, or turn it on and just listen. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm excited we where it's to, going. And, we don't have to log back in after 40 minutes? <laughs> No, we don't. I didn't put a dig on anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. And, and it, this one lets us go as long as we want. Well, actually, it, it can go up to six hours. but And you can record it without having to pay a nominal fee for it. <laughs> well, we appreciate but. that very much. Well, Tony, um, you got to get you gotta get to work, don't you? You got to pack do. that I'm paper? Sit- yeah, I don't know. Can you see the can you see the bricks behind me? Where's my seat on the way? <laughs> Sitting out the brick well, behind the brick of order. But we thank everybody for joining us. Look us up on the socials. Look for the phone number. Both sides of the mask. Uh, hopefully, both sides of the mask website will be coming soon, so we can kind of put it on there, and then you guys can just go just go to that part. But Facebook, both sides of the mask. Anchor.fm forward slash both sides of the mask. Hit us up. Look for the phone number. Leave us a voicemail, whatever. Let us know that you guys are listening. And the biggest thing is if on uh, the Apple podcast, go on there and give it a rating on that one because it helps it go further to the top and people keep an eye on it. Uh, If you want to give a one-star, give it to somebody else's and pretend like it was ours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Hey, don't don't forget Twitter. Twitter um, and... um, Instagram. Make sure you guys uh, hit us up on there. I do post on there. Needless simple stuff, but you see that we're socially active. And uh, maybe post some pictures of you umpiring or you know, or officiating some sports. Put it, put it on there. Tag us in it. You know, we would love to see that. A lot of umpires have kids that are playing as well. Take a picture of them. Oh put yeah. Them on there. We just like to see yourself. Thanks My for weekends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be excellent, everybody. 